All right, welcome to Safety with Purpose again. We're going to be talking about safety stuff because safety is important. And you, as safety Sherpas, are important because you're, you're doing the heavy lifting. I see you with the big old backpack of safety stuff climbing this mountain of success so that we can come home to our family, friends, and what do what we want to do because you, safety Sherpas, are carrying the, the heavy load of safety stuff. Okay, we're going to be talking a little bit about hazards and dangers in this particular episode of Safety with Purpose podcast. And of course, it's going to be with Brian McWhorter. He is our resident safety expert here at Safopedia and Safety with Purpose. Enjoy. Here we go. We have no time because things are moving. Things need to be done. We need to be safe. You're always at the cutting edge of keeping people safe. And as such, you know, we got to start out with our tailgate talk. Tailgate talk number one. Okay. I'm out here at Safopedia once again. I go to the Q&A section, and I'm going to pull up what is hazardous atmosphere, which is just an interesting topic from my perspective. When I was a lineman, we would go do some underground stuff. And, of course, the bottom line is we would always, always test for gases within, let's say, underground uh, vaults. So this one is, is specifically interesting to me. Now, you got to go out there. There's, there's a lot of data associated with it. But uh, nonetheless, it's important. I, at worst, worst case, if you're going down into a hole, if you're going into an enclosed area, if you're doing something that is uh, has an, a potential of being able, and don't take chances once again, right? Don't take chances. You can always test. There's always tests. And if, if somebody says, hey, get in there, and it's not tested, you do not get in there. You stand your ground. And we're here to back you up. So here, here's just sort of in, a, in accordance with OSHA. OSHA, a hazardous atmosphere, atmosphere is an atmosphere that may expose employees, you and us, to the risk of death, incapacitation, impairment of ability to self-rescue, injury, or an acute illness from one or more of the following causes. Of course, flammable gas, vapors, mist, you know, that exceeds 10%. But once again, that is what, this is out on Q&A, right? Q&A, what is the hazardous atmosphere? Need to go out to Safopedia. It's out there. Let's get the details. Of course, they've got the links that uh, will continue to be um, out there and make you a better knowledge about that. Number two. All right. And then another one would be, and, and, and as an owner of an industrial maintenance company, I always, and I do, I struggle with this one too as well, uh, is why emergency, uh, why emergency equipment is needed. That's one. What are the laws, codes, and standards? And uh, this is brought to you by a gentleman by the name of Matthew okay, Gavia. And he is the regional sales manager with Western U.S. And, and this is sort of interesting. With so many ANSI's, right, ANSI standards and OSHA requirements out there, how does one know when or even where emergency equipment is needed? That is a powerful statement. This is an on-demand webinar. Again, an on-demand webinar. And you know how it's going to cost you? Once again, it's free because Safeopedia is committed to uh, providing this knowledge free because their their purpose, their passion is, of course, bringing you home safely. So, nonetheless, go out there. Why emergency equipment is needed. It is an on-demand webinar. It's out there on safeopedia.com. So go out there. Okay, let's get going with the interview. Hazards versus dangers. I, I really enjoyed this conversation with uh, Brian McWhorter because, well, what are they? Hazards versus dangers. Well, he answers it in the interview uh, uh, of this podcast. So thank you very uh, much again for joining Safety with Purpose. Enjoy the interview. All right, welcome with uh, Safety with Purpose. We are back with 
Brian McWhorter. And before we proceed forward into hazards and dangers and the difference associated with that, I want to make sure that last episode we talked about fall trees analysis. And Brian, you, you're going to be able to provide all that documentation associated with that podcast because that's an important subject. And, and once again, you listeners out there, these are snippets. It is uh, wet your whistle, but the real detail is the documents that are attached to a, these podcasts. Go out, grab yourself a coffee, copy, and be safe. Did I get that right? You got it, Scott. All right, Excellent. let's go into hazards versus safeties. Do you know the difference? And I don't. Enlighten us, my friend. Enlighten us. Okay, hazard versus danger. Uh, if I'm dealing with, say, a brand new employee to a work environment, this is one of the first things I get them to understand. And for anyone in any work environment where there's potential dangers, the, it basically goes like this, Scott. We can be in, uh, surrounded by hazards all day long and never in danger. A hazard means a control measure has been put in place to keep you from danger. So it, it goes beyond terminology. It's something that we really need people to understand if they're going to stay safe. So hazard works like this. A hazard means that we've identified a risk. Um, and if you put a control measure in place to protect someone from that risk, they're going to be safe. So let's say the hazard we identified are loud noises in a work environment, uh, noises beyond, say, 90 decibels. The risk is hearing loss. So we put a control measure in place, like wearing earmuffs or hearing protection. So now they're no longer a danger. Then we'll use another one. Let's say someone's dealing with sharp objects, you know, metal with sharp edges. So the risk is lacerations. Um, the control measure might be cut-resistant gloves. But where it's really important to understand this is, Okay, so if people are following, understand the hazard, we'll say again, the sharp objects. So now they understand the importance of the control measure, I need to wear those gloves. They're not gonna be in danger. Once we choose to disregard that control measure, we just cross the line from hazard to danger. Um, I can walk into a manufacturing environment or a construction site, and based on how I see people using their control measures, their leading indicators, I can tell or gauge safety. Everyone not being used goes back to that broken window theory. You know, we've oh, got right, right, right. that's being disregarded. They know what needs to happen, right? But if no one's calling them on it, um, guess what? They're going to start disregarding other control measures. And pretty soon we've got a dangerous work environment and not a hazardous work environment. See, and, and uh, we did a podcast on the broken window theory. I think it's a phenomenal example associated with the hazard versus danger scenario, what we're talking about. And, and unfortunately, you safety pros out there are witnessing this all the time. And that is uh, everybody sort of begins to take shortcuts and uh, let's say not put it on the hearing protection because apparently something needs to get done and they forgot to put the hearing protection and now they're in the danger mode. And uh, I, I just think that, that that's a great example. Absolutely. Yeah. Very important to understand. Like I said, this is if I'm doing new hire orientation for a company for safety, this is the first thing I drill under the head. Understand the difference between hazard and danger. You know, you can work around hazards and be safe. Don't disregard that control measure. Once you yeah. do, you're now in danger. That is key, and especially when you start. I don't care. I'm not going to try to minimize uh, other industrial environments, but if you're in a petrochemical, a chemical, you know, working in, in elevated positions, you, you can't, you, you cannot circumvent those control measures. 
Yeah, absolutely. And you're around hazards. You're around hazards all day long. That's all wonderful and dandy. And we have to do it as a society. But what keeps us safe are the control measures. Yeah, and the problem is with us humans, which I've been a human most of my life, is we're creatures of habit. And once we disregard something once and get away with it, again, that broken window, it's very easy to disregard it again because risk comes with reward. You know, if I find that I can work on that machine with the guard off with it running and avoid putting it down, saving downtime, all of a sudden I'm a hero. But, you know, I was also a very lucky individual because I put myself in danger for a paycheck needlessly. You know, and I, I call that riding in on your white horse and, and uh, I'll do everything to get that asset back up and running, whatever it is. And you you ignore those control measures that you know, you work in that hazardous environment and you're back into danger, but it doesn't matter. We got to get the asset up and running, blah, blah, blah. That is a real cultural challenge. Yeah, absolutely. And this is why that, that phrase safety has to be number one is, is so important as safety first culture because we're performance driven. Like I said, risk comes with reward. You know, we want to be that person that shows that get her done attitude, the highest numbers, lowest downtown time, lowest scrap rates. Staying on time. This might be another topic for safety with purpose and your subject matter, but I find, do you find these safety signs effective? Uh, yes and no. You're right. They kind of, I, I guess like, where you're going with this guy. Yeah. They yeah. blend into the background. Eh, so part like, of a consistent message. Yeah. So it has to be consistent with everything. And you're right. We'll, we'll talk about this. In, in We've a, got to because yeah, yeah. when we start talking about it, it's like safety's number one. Yes, I've heard that forever. And yet we <laughs> still cut corners and yet we still ignore control measures because we got to get the thing up and running. But we've got that sign on the wall that says safety's number one. Yeah, yeah. and uh, you've probably seen that, you know, pictures <laughs> of, say, a guy on a step stool on a ladder hanging a safety sign. You know, it, it, <laughs> I call exactly this right. We have two faces when it comes to safety. We have the thing we say and we have the thing we actually do. And unfortunately, they're often two different things. Absolutely. Hey, we're going to have to wrap this one up. We've got some supporting documentation regarding hazards versus dangers. Do not go around those control measures, you safety pros out there. Make sure you keep those individuals safe. Once again, we're going to keep on firing out. Next one, we're going to talk a little bit about the moral safety compass, which I have no idea what Brian is going to talk about, but I'm pretty excited because I'm enjoying this a lot. Thank you very much for joining Safety with Purpose. We will be back with another great topic in safety. As an industrial professional myself, I was always passionate about sales, marketing, branding, expanding the marketplace for my company. That's what the Industrial Talk platform is all about. It's about you, the industrial company, the industrial professional, and your legacy. Increasing sales, gaining greater exposure on what you do and how you and your company changes the world. Go out to industrialtalk.com. That's industrialtalk.com. Contact me. Let's have a conversation to see how we can work with you on improving your bottom line and that you can be a part of an ever-growing network of industrial companies focused on expanding and growing and leaving a legacy. I hope to hear from you soon and be safe out there.
All right, thank you very much for joining Safety with Purpose. You safety Sherpas out there, thank you very much for what you do. From the bottom of our heart, thank you. Uh, you do keep us safe. It is an important component, and, and, and you're changing the world. Industry is changing the world. You're uh, huge. The most important component associated with it because you get us, you bring us home safe. You bring us home safe to our family and friends. Thank you very much. Let's sort of wrap it up a little bit. Hazards and dangers. Thank you very much, Brian McWhorter, for uh, the interview. And then, of course, hazardous atmosphere. Go out to Safeopedia, Q&A, find it, get a little bit more detail. That's important. And then finally, uh, the emergency equipment that you need on a job site. Aha, you need to listen to that on-demand webinar at Safeopedia. And if you're interested in expanding your market, of course, go to Industrial Talk. There are solutions out there. It's industrial-specific, geared towards you. Uh, let's have a conversation. So anyway, thank you very much. Always be safe. Always help your others because it's always about the other. And thank you very much again for joining Safety with Purpose. We're going to continue to bring great content because it's all about knowledge. It's all about you bringing you the best that we could possibly bring. So take care. Thank you very much. Have a wonderful day and be safe.